All right, we are go. Yeah. All right, cool. Everyone's good today. The coffee we got on hand is next level. Next level. Uh, so for our real 10th uh, episode, I brought busted out the Silver Bridge Snow Angel. This is like my seasonal coffee. It only comes out in the winter. And it um, used to be difficult to find, and now they have it at my, my local Kroger, which is phenomenal. And uh, I'm introducing Mike to it today. It's, it smells phenomenal. Oh, it tastes so good. Very full-bodied, kind of some spices in there, perhaps. Oh, yeah, you're going to be surprised. I won't tell you what's in it. Yeah. But uh, right. you'll All dig right. it, you'll dig it. See if I can pick it out. We'll see how astute my taste buds are today. Mm, it's kind of, <clears throat> yeah, it's not, it might not be what you expect. Here you are, sir. Thank you. Enjoy. I think of like my first impression of it. A bit of nuts, nuts, some hazelnuts perhaps. Mm. Um, Never gonna guess. Damn, that is good. Mm -hmm. It is primarily coconut. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, now that you say that, mm -hmm. I smell it, yeah, I I'm feel like, it. Ah, ah. It's very smooth though. Mm -hmm. Super smooth coffee. Mm. Very full flavor as soon as it hits the palate. Mm -hmm. and it's all there. And yet, it still has that uh, refreshing aspect to it. It's not like a heavy, mm. dark flavor, so it still sits off nicely. No, it's a medium roast, so. Mm -hmm. but yeah, it is all good. Thoroughly enjoy it. Quite lovely. <clears throat> so, episode 10 today. Episode 10 today. The real episode 10. Real episode 10, yeah. I got all excited about our first guest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That was like War. a sub, sub episode nine thing yeah but i mean ward dropping knowledge is always a fun part yeah that's fun uh, so yeah. today um i said that last week last time's episode we're going to get into overcoming negative training environments yeah and um let's lay down some groundwork on this one so we're not just uh like whining about the old days <laughs> we're not gonna yeah i mean maybe we can plan a little but this uh, i think you know our talking about it just comes from a place of we've already reflected we've sat down um, compared notes it's I, not coming from a place of anger and it's not coming from a place of uh victimhood or anything like no, that anymore it's no know. this is a story that we have we i think we share in common that we either have lived it is not our current story yeah not my current story not his current story it is just actually kind of how we bonded mm -hmm. is we kind of picked up on each other's like weird stories like whoa yeah. okay there's just like oh. certain behaviors that were that i cued into and i was like that's an interesting thing I'm oh. like maybe his coach fucked him up too <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it's possible <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. um but in terms of just negative training environments that can mean a lot of different things like for our experience and like our bond and stuff we kind of had that uh you know hero worship kind of thing and yeah the hero the trickle worship down and, and all that, that yeah. and that there's a very strange hierarchy that created a pretty nasty toxic environment to function in mm -hmm. um but that's the thing it, you, you did function in it yeah i mean it's you can function in it for me i know even when i when i knew things were bad and that was sort of an undulating scale. Sometimes I knew yeah. it, sometimes I didn't. But I always knew that the training was good. That's the uh, that's what fucks you almost every time. I feel like yeah. training's good. You're like, all right, I'm gonna protect. I can this. put up with this. Yeah, yeah. Because these like, people are amazing, this. and I can like the the crew here. Like, yeah, I can yeah. I can deal with it. But in retrospect, <laughs> the second someone is making you feel fucking 
be done we, with that. Yeah, you got to get out. Be <laughs> done with that shit, man. I mean, you know. Now, easier said done. Easier said than oh, easier done than said. As far as um, now, right? Easier oh, said absolutely. than done. Then, yep. Because I know a big part of my problem in Taekwondo was options. Hmm. There weren't any, especially close. I would have had to move to another state. Yeah. And so, when things did start to go bad in my situation, I was like, I don't want to. I I don't want to travel any more than I already am. Yeah. And anyone within anyone else that I could travel to, I don't want to train with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It. That's what also I think keeps people in those environments too. Is like ah, the options are like you know. If there's you don't want to quit, or like you don't want to walk away, or there's just not another choice. Like, yeah. To me, like not doing jujitsu, like it definitely like crossed my mind. Like we've talked about that. Like, yeah. I've thought about just saying fuck it, walking away, and just being done. And like that was very much so like my choice, you mm-hmm. know, at, at one point. Um, but that the weird thing is, even when I had made up my mind to not do it, I was still at the gym training. He's still training, yeah, like, doing still it. doing shit. <laughs> so even though I had made like a choice in my head, I'm like, I'm done, I'm not doing this. I was still doing it, and uh, I'm still doing it now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until I found myself. Because that's the thing, like, why the fuck would I walk away then? I just went through so much bullshit for a decade. Why then, you know? <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, why bother? It's already done. Yeah. I know on the, on my end, too, is um, things didn't start out bad. Right, yeah. That started out really good. Yeah. That's <laughs> what... And you do things, specific things in that time when it's good that, again, keep you, hold you, you feel man. the loyalty, you like, feel the blood, there, sweat, tears, there. yeah, the people, whatever, like, mm-hmm. um, and that's another problem, too, is, like, other people being involved. Yeah, and I know, I remember one time when I was in, um, when I was in college, and a friend of mine and I were running a school, and it was very brief, it, I don't know, maybe a year before it closed down, I don't remember anymore, but, um... At one point, I remember he had gotten this tattoo, and I was thinking about getting it too. And my girlfriend at the time, thank you, thank you, thank you for saying this. She goes, "Don't." She's like, "Don't get it. Hey, don't ever get the same tattoo as someone else. That's just dumb." Yeah. But two, like, Not I don't that. think this friendship isn't as important to him as it is to you. And I, I don't. I know you want it to be. Maybe it was. But you don't need it like But it's that. not it's not there anymore. Yeah. You know, from her perspective, she didn't come in in the beginning. In the beginning, we were attached at the hip. Mm-hmm. We trained together every day. That was at the end. You yeah. know, and she saw it way before I did. And that's the problem too. Sometimes you need an outside perspective yeah. to be like, "Yo, and what the fuck is going on?" No, you need one, but you actually have to trust the outside perspective. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like to believe them. Yeah. That's yeah. A, another thing that will keep people in that and type of environment you're not on. trusting yeah you have the blinders on you're in it like mm-hmm. and then uh yeah it's it's intriguing just uh, the, the interesting stories already go ahead continue with, <laughs> with, with more all right all right all right you gotta jump in too you didn't talk yeah, about yeah, some no, stuff like, so. <laughs> actually uh, just a quick hint on that though i think i talk a lot more than cheney does because cheney gets to talk a lot more in real life yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm I'm home alone most days, <laughs> so I'm just listening to like listening to podcasts yeah. and shit while I'm doing laundry. <laughs> so I go a little off. Sorry, but um, no, like the tattoo thing. The tattoo thing was weird. Now you know what the funny part is is we both actually do ended up having very similar tattoos. Mm-hmm. I have Taekwondo on the back of my right arm. Mm-hmm. He has it on the back of his left. Yeah. 
completely unintentional. I think we had both talked about getting it and that maybe being a cool spot. Mm-hmm. But net, we didn't get them at the same time. Didn't know about it at the same time. It's really weird. Yeah. So we ended up kind of having a similar tattoo. Right. I think his is a slightly different writing than mine. Mine's off a century patch that I loved. Very specific patch that my friend Sean always had on his uniform. And that was the one. That was the one. I just loved it because I got to see it all the time. And Sean was like uh, from the Matrix. It's yeah. like if Bob Marley could run up walls, like, <laughs> that was basically him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's tattoos, man. That's another tattoos is That's a killer. Because, yeah. man, I was that close. I getting, was that close multiple getting, times. You know, more or less branded. Yeah, branded. Uh, and, I, and I know people who have and then who had to get it covered up. And, or just or just wear it like, I yeah, got this done yeah. that time and it meant something then. Right, but then, and then sometimes but, some, you just say, fuck it, done, just black it out. Yeah, <laughs> Put whatever you want. I mean, classic example, I just got um, Hendra Gracie Legacy on DVD. Yeah. It's a great, great documentary, but they make a big deal of Dave Camarillo's Helsin, I mean, um, um, his, which, uh, Hendra's brother. Half. Half. Yeah. His half Gracie tattoo on uh-huh. his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what's that? Why oh, you have that? I thought you guys, well, I'm gonna, it's going to change. It's yeah. going to change. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm the like, problem. Dude, yeah, with, don't, don't brand yourself. It's man. not, I mean, even if it is your fucking name, like, even then, it's a little tacky. <laughs> it's weird, yeah. Get like, your own name tattooed. That or, like, a brand of, like, like the Gracie, like, they get the Gracie G, like, even, like. The, the triangle yeah, thing. Yeah, like, and, you're in, what if you change teams? Like, what if, like. That happens yeah. now. Like back th- then, it was very. Back like, then, it was. Uh, not only did it not happen, it was very hard for it to happen. It's yeah, not like yeah. a martial arts in general wasn't everywhere. Right. You know, but especially something like jujitsu. Yeah. Was still like real close to the belt. Like you knew about it if you if you followed if if followed martial arts, but specifically MMA, like UFC. Like two or three is when I got in. When I found mm-hmm. out about jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I followed that since '95. I've followed it, but that's the only reason I know about it. But then people in Taekwondo they didn't know about fucking jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm the only guy I knew that was like, I want to train in all kinds of shit. And I would secretly train in other shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's hard to see like new martial arts form or anything, but now, I mean, right now, if you had to like put a time frame on it, like right now, MMA is the martial art of the this century and calf kicks yeah yeah Yeah. like (laughs) it's gonna change i think and it's looking more towards grappling because of the way mma is going (laughs) well not just because the way mma is going but the way concussions are going yeah i think cte is driving the world toward grappling Mm -hmm. as competitive as a competitive outlet i mean i think more and more children are going to get put into things like jujitsu and mm -hmm. judo because of the safety. Absolutely. It's clearly safer than getting booted in the head. Or having a 300-pound man blast into you with yeah. a shitty helmet on. Like. Yeah, and helmets don't stop concussions, by the mm-hmm. way, guys. They don't do anything to stop concussions. Yeah. They prevent you from cracking your head open. That's about, about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, whether... That's the hard thing, again, with, like, bad environments is it's hard... To see if it's shifting into a good, bad again. Like once you're when wrong. you're in it, you can't be you can't see it. And again, yeah, the bad part is when outside sources tell you that it's bad. Like if you don't listen or you don't trust them or whatever, it's yeah. I mean, and that's built into the bad system. Yeah, not trusting the other people exactly because I mean, usually that system is <laughs> that's telling I'm, you what <laughs> telling you <laughs> what to do and how to right. think and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, of course, and, just conditioned you to 
respond a certain way to things like that or you know I mean it's very much a sweep the leg situation mm-hmm. you know but um I don't know for you like you got in real young yeah but you'd had previous experience in wrestling before jujitsu, right <clears throat> and and I, I mean I had played sports my entire life so like I was no like stranger to coaching and kind of just like you know just influence or influential people like that like um, I just kind of, I think it's maybe my, I didn't have like a negative training environment with wrestling. I just didn't, uh, function that well with it yet. Couldn't choke like, people. Yeah. No, that's yeah. why I didn't, that's why I didn't wrestle. Right. I want to choke oh. and throw and do cool <laughs> stuff, hit people. But, yeah. um, then like, yeah, I started to get into jujitsu when I was 15, roughly mm-hmm. after a few years of wrestling and stuff. <clears throat> uh, but going into where I was, like, I, I just wanted to fight, like, I, I just, uh, I wanted, I was like, MMA, cool, that's, because, again, I was, like, when, like, Chuck Liddell, and all those that's, dudes that's were, like, when jiu was, like, a, you know, siphoned into MMA. Yeah, absolutely. That was still, and, the, but yeah. in my mind, I wasn't going to train specific martial arts, I was going to train for MMA, and fighting, and this and that, so then, once I was introduced to those specific martial arts, then I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm gonna keep this separate. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, like, I thought, you know, it was a smelly, dank hole in the wall gym, you know, like that's, I guess, you know, that's where They're you listen to read. Yeah, it's like where you fighters are made and that, you know, so like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, like this is the spot I should be in. You know, it's tough and gritty and gross, I guess. That's what I wanted, so that's what I was there for. Yeah. And it stayed that way and, you know, for a long time and continued to go on, but I guess, I mean, in retrospect, Business-wise, the gym was just a mess, like, you know. Uh, um, I obviously didn't have any uh, influence in how the gym ran at that point. Like, uh, I was just training. Yeah. And <laughs> just uh, training was as simple as it ever got, you know. After that, I started to teach kids, and then after that, I was just in. I was teaching, and I was training to fight, to compete and do stuff so I was just in right, that brings up an interesting question for me now, I know kind of toward the end of my tenure here in in Killiard of um, the school that I was teaching at at one point I actually got kicked out which yeah. is really weird it's a weird story I don't even want to go into it but it's just how it happened is just nuts yep. I came back because and like I came back from my students, mm-hmm. and I knew I knew the school was going downhill, but I also knew what it was without me because I still been in contact with people and some of the kids that were teenagers. I would see them around. They'd be like, "Mr. Jones, you gotta come back, man. Yeah. It's not the same without you." It's like when Scar takes over the Lion King. Yeah, it's very King much that. Thing. And I'm like, I'm thinking, <laughs> like I didn't realize I had that much of an influence on the place. Yeah, and it was, I. When I went back, there was a there was a defined split mm-hmm. of them and me. Like, yeah. hey, like here's the my my coach, who's the owner of the joint, and then me. And you could tell what students were going where. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then kind of as that all ended, you know, I could have I could have very easily taken the school over. Ho ho ho! Always one. Thank you. <laughs> it's, I now look forward to it because I get to see Samuel Jackson's face. <laughs> Jules gets to scowl at me. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I had to make a conscious decision to, 
to not go there because, A, I didn't want to open up a school under negative pretenses because the school I was at kind of opened up under negative pretenses. We left another school and we're like, da-da-da. I'm like, I'm not repeating that. And then, two, like, my daughter was six months old. Right. And my my stepsons were... 12 yeah and i'm like what no kind of turbulence I, like that I, like, i'm like have? no i gotta i gotta take care of these guys yeah <laughs> like no i can't do it but um it was a weird thing of that i shouldn't have come back mm-hmm. i really shouldn't <laughs> have yeah and i wrote it out to the end and then the other end of it too was like it's just weird samurai shit in my yeah. head i had yeah. to fulfill my debt you had to be honorable. I, I had, I, there was honor, and I felt like I owed the school and my coach something. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. anybody anything. But for me, like... That was the choice. It honors the choice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it for my students. i got to ride this out and see where it goes. I can't just let people hang in. And I still... The guy that kicked me out for nothing... Like, I own some shit. I, why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, what are you thinking on that one? Like, oh, have you, did you, how, how was your, your end in that respect? I guess at, at that point, it depends just because it depends on how I look at it. Yeah. Or if we know which day it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have, I have the, the luck of having a specific day, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, I just remember. Leading up to like the end, like there was a, a very specific shift. Yeah, um, you, could, you could tell when it yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like cracks were forming years before that. Mm-hmm. Red flags were there years. They were before popping that. up. Yeah, and those were things I should have paid attention to. I got kicked out actually at one point and came back, and that's you know the same thing. Like, <laughs> Why? And, yeah, Why? Like, and I had to. But that was very early on, actually, and yeah. well, kind of it was like mid ground, I guess. And then I got kicked out, and I was like, fuck, you know, i am got to go face my this. But there wasn't a thing to face. It was, it was entirely... It's all... Yeah, it was just, well, that, and it was just entirely fucking... Uh, just manipulated by my coach to make it into a thing that it wasn't, like, mm-hmm. uh, just to keep his thumb on me, I guess, so... Oh, um, but then that, from then on, I guess... Yeah. That was probably when he realized, like, oh, I can pretty much do whatever I want with these people kind of thing, mm. you know? I got you. Um, he, I guess, once he realized he, what kind of influence he had over people, mm-hmm. and then he just took advantage of people's kindness, and then... Yeah, yeah, I mean, similar over. story, dude. Now, I'll tie that into one more thing that we've talked about on previous episodes about staying out of trouble as kids, mm-hmm. of we're training. Now... I could hang out with drug addicts and and like people who skipped like skipped school and people. I never did any of that shit. Mm. And I feel like that ability to separate myself from the bad environment I was in helped me a lot mm-hmm. in my negative environment, as far as training goes. Of because in Taekwondo in the era that I grew up in, all the crap that's coming out now yeah. of just some yeah. bad shit that happened, yeah. and I know a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I was never a part of any of those things. That's the weird thing. It's like, and I'm like, it leaves those who had zero involvement. Like, what the? What you know? the hell happened? You don't yeah. know. You don't yeah. know. Who was like, I didn't know. But I feel like my ability to kind of be in bad environments and not become part of it in a certain way. I feel like you kind of did the same thing. Yeah. Like you missed. You missed a lot of a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. But you were still there, right in the middle of it. Right. That's the thing. It's like you just you trade one thing for another. Like. I took 
uh, you know, getting in trouble with the cops as a kid in terms of, like, I traded that with dealing with a fucking sociopathic asshole. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like, pretty much. You just trade experiences. Like, maybe uh. you'll deal with that later on in life, but you just got it early. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got it early, got it out of the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, with a, I don't know, uh-oh. The, Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> just there's a, with, it, I think it's a special type of person as well once they get into a position like that and realize that they can take advantage of people and they start doing it. Start doing uh, it, yeah. They just start, you know, isolating people and keeping people away from each other and then it's just a big game of telephone and mm-hmm. that's just how the negativity continues to spiral. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when that happened, actually. Like, I <clears throat> think of it in that way. I can think of very specific people that when we got separated... And all of a sudden, we were being played against each other. Dude, I mean, and, that was the day-to-day. It was like, uh, this person said this. Even if they did say that, it was with another piece in a conversation that we, we didn't get. Now, so then it was by the time, against each other. But. Yeah, I know. For me, by the time all that happened, I knew what was going on. Yeah. But I still stayed because I wanted to teach the kids. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to kind of protect people from it. And people would, like, come at me with this stuff. And I knew where it came from. And, uh, yeah. and I could diffuse it. That's but, the thing. You could diffuse it to a point. But, yeah, to a point. But to the point now where, like, none of us keep up anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's one thing that I, I am grateful for is, like, people that I was with. And then we all kind of, you know, we had we had a valiant effort of sticking together. Like, there was... Uh, there was a point like we were trying to stay together train together at this shitty barn place like that was awesome you know but at the time but it just wasn't sustainable uh, and then we went into another place and mm-hmm. kind of, but then as time you know kind of got to it and people went their own ways which at that point just, it yeah it was necessary yeah. Like, and I think it was healthy in the long run like mm-hmm. that's how it should have been mm-hmm. uh, people went their own ways people doing their own things dealt with it their own way and mm-hmm. now but we're still friends which is the nice thing it's one of those things where it's like we went through that together fuck that when everything shakes out Mm -hmm. like the people that end up staying in contact are very interesting yeah you know now just you sit sometimes you sit down and have coffee compare notes and you're like yeah was bullshit and you say like i'm sorry for this i'm sorry for that that. hash it out like everyone's cool yeah Yeah. just be like and sometimes with those people you don't even have to say like anything specific you're just like look i know (laughs) yeah you're like i get it now it's, it's funny because um, you kind of have like you have like one spot that went all bad. Hmm. Before I was at the bad spot, I was at another spot that went bad. Then I was at a spot that was really good that just ended. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, the thread was always sport. Yeah, I wanted to get better. Taekwondo was big. It was in the Olympics. I knew Olympians. I was trying hard to do that, and that's the route I had to take. Yeah, and that's and the thing you wanted that. And I you- wanted it so bad that I was able to put up with all this. And I got further and further away from the origin. Until, That's the thing. It yeah. twists itself into, like, this ugly thing. And you're like, fuck. You look in the yeah. mirror. You look at whatever. You're like, what is this? Like, like what the hell happened? Yeah. yeah. Like, why am I like this? Because <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Because if you go back to the beginning, aside from, um, like, maybe one person, I'm cool with all the people from the old days mm-hmm. in Athens. Like, we're all still good. Yeah. Like, we don't keep up. Like, I mean, we're all grown now. We've all sort yeah, of separated, yeah, but we're, we're, we're chatting on Facebook. We're, you know, anytime we're around, we're going to try to find each other kind of thing. You know, and it's, and then I kind of, you go beyond that. Mm. And then 
weird separations start happening. It yeah. was like, it's competitiveness, sure. You know, we were trying to tear each other's heads off every day. But it just, you could tell, like, there's your difference. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, my, the way I just, like, function, like, when I have something that I, like, love, like, that I just want to protect it and have it be that way. And mm-hmm. that's, again, like, what kept it. Because, like, even though I had that environment and it was shitty, I was like, I don't know, another one, so I just have to protect this until... I mean, that's something that's pretty classic. Right. If you don't know what you're, if you don't know what another environment's like, how yeah. can you know? You know, that's why there's the cycle of poverty and right. the cycle of people staying rich, why families keep money, you know, the same mm-hmm. kind of thing. If you don't know anything else, how can you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, I mean, but that, uh, part of that too is just like the conditioning. Like we were told not to do stuff you know we weren't told not to go out not to do this with like other people other gyms other schools oh yeah you definitely had your enemies yeah fuck yeah definitely yeah i mean that's stupid and that's why that's one of the reasons why i didn't go train anywhere like with Mm -hmm. certain people like and to this day i don't think i was i still wouldn't train with those people for no reason you know it's almost entirely mental it's it's a hundred percent mental it's ingrained in you uh, yeah, and like other people's beef being put on you, mm-hmm. uh, like it was just just dumb. So it takes a lot of time to like separate yourself from that and be like, all right, I can. This is my thing that I can do with it, and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like to the point of not still not training with certain people that like weren't friends of the school or something. Mm-hmm. I the reason I wouldn't train with them is because I wouldn't want to listen to the bullshit. Uh, yeah, they'd try to be like ripping on what I was doing ten yeah. years ago, and I'm like, no, I don't. I just don't want to mess with that. Like, yeah. so let's be here now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that just happens in every community, especially like fighting, especially like, a fighting community. Yeah, self defense. People, people are going to Muay fight. Thai, yeah. you know, Taekwondo, Jiu Jitsu. Like, it's going to be like, oh, this, that, whatever. Like, fuck yeah, dude, whatever. But we're all wearing geese, we're all wearing belts, massive percentage of the population doesn't do that. Yeah. Why can't we be homies? Like, <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Like, I don't have my pajamas on right now. Right. Like, um, I don't understand that shit. Yeah. And that's stuff that rubbed me wrong as well. Like, mm-hmm. there, there was the whole, like, Grianche movement and shit in Jiu-Jitsu, no, like, yeah. the whole trader thing. It's like, or, why can't you just do what you want? Like, I remember at one time I was staying at, um, uh, a friend of ours it was a friend of my coaches. He runs a school down south, and like I was my coach's number one dude, and I was hanging out with this dude's number one guy. And number one guy from down there was like, "You should always call him Master. I don't think you should refer to him by his first name." I'm like, "We're going to a bar. I'm going to drink <laughs> Guinness, and I'm asking you for food recommendations, and you're telling me about formalities." And I didn't say this in my head, but I'm like. This is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, and I remember specific kind of goofy things like that. Like, oh, you should call them crew or whatever. Like, <laughs> like, like no. the Muay Thai equivalent. Or, As, just like, nah. And, you know, you go back to, or whatever. like, the beginning of uh, the bad situation. The beginning of it was really cool. I remember one time when I turned 21, after, after I was 21, we would go out after class sometimes. And they just go to dinner and stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. But at, at one point, we're getting out of the car, and like I had two coaches at the time, and I was like, oh, sorry, sir. And he looks at me and goes, "Is just gives me, like, call me with my first name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yes, sir. He goes, stop. <laughs> I'm like, got it. Sir. Got it, sir. Yeah. I was like, just so programmed to it, but he's like, I am a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I loved that. Mm-hmm. And that's where that started. And then 
we left that school, we separated, and all that stuff. But, you know, like, when people, like, we're friends. But you're, you're one of my teachers. Yeah. I don't, yeah. that's a, yeah. There's, yeah, like, I've, a weird line, like, there yeah. can't be teacher friend, student friend. Like, like yeah. why? I mean, that, <laughs> that line's there for a reason. It yeah. can go too far. Absolutely. You can get too many people too close to you, sure. It's a problem, yes. It definitely can be a problem. But with certain people. But also, I mean, well, that relies on me to have a line of professionalism and, you know, to, you know, hold my boundaries as well as. Them. Yeah. You know, yeah. which I didn't know then, which I didn't yeah. know as a kid. So. But you didn't have an example. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, yeah I didn't know how to hold the boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something I've learned, so it's nice. Well, you know, yeah. So turn a frown upside down. Hey, yeah. man, yeah. <laughs> now, okay, let's take it in, let's take it, take it into the turn a frown upside down thing of that we're both, um, part of the reason this, this podcast started was basically this topic of this episode. But we also have very distinct views on what we learned from past mistakes and bad experiences and what we won't do now. So let's, let's take it that direction because yeah. I think that, that influences your positivity sure. now. I mean, as a kid, I was just like predisposed for negativity, like just mm-hmm. the way I am. It's kind of like, yeah, fuck it, you know, Why? Yeah. you're going to lose or, you know, you're going to this or that. Like, yeah. So it's just kind of like, meh, whatever. And then I didn't know, again, like another way. I didn't know the positive way. It was just I had uh, reinforcement of my negativity. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, once again, once I got out of that sort of environment, then you're like, oh, like there's nice things. There's, there's you know, this is fun. you don't have to suffer all the time. You have to subject yourself to <laughs> yeah, suffer. Class doesn't have to hurt? Yeah, like, <laughs> or, you know, even if you do something well, it's okay. Like, oh, good job, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Tons of different little things like that. Uh, now, like, uh, once I decided to, that I was, like, back in it, you know, teaching, doing whatever, like, 110%, I was like, I just always have to be what I wanted. Like, always have to be what I needed. Gotcha. Zero percent. Like, even if it goes against my grain, like, it's the zero percent thing I want to do, like, this or that, but, like, if it's something that's needed... It's gonna happen. <laughs> I gotcha. You know, yeah. uh, there's that saying like "be who you needed when you were younger" or whatever. Like that. Uh, I mean, be, you know, everyone's got to be their own Mr. Miyagi, man. Yeah, I mean, that's how right. it works. I mean, at least I know I feel the same way. And I mean, one of the reasons why I was um, very hooked on training with you is just the personality matchup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this guy's the guy I like. This is mm-hmm. this is what I like. You teach a lot of the ways that I teach. But I teach because that's the teacher I wanted. Mm-hmm. I treat people how I'd like to be treated. Yeah. I want to be, and I'm like, all right, yeah. I, like I can, I can dig this. Even how like a class is run, like making people feel comfortable. I remember people mm-hmm. being so uncomfortable to even like do anything out of turn. It's like, yeah, that's not like, how you're gonna learn. Like you're not gonna like, learn. Like gonna, that. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna learn anything. But then you put it in perspective of like, this is not the entire world. Yeah. Yeah, but at, like, at that point, that point it was, it was, and their yeah. outside world was fucking bullshit. Get and that part of it, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's it's like you know, for me, um, like if I were to teach taekwondo now, it'd be very very different. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't, you know, there was way too much emphasis on memorizing this and doing that and rank and this and all that stuff. It'd be very different. It'd be a lot more like say the way you run a jujitsu class, because people don't come to class to be berated. And to have their brains overfilled with crap. <laughs> People's lives are stressful enough, yeah. man. Like, literally, yep. they come to class to get hugs. Yes. And like, just it's aggressive hugging. And, I mean, you really got to look at it like that. 
of its con physical contact, emotional contact with other human beings in a positive light. And so it helps turn the volume down on the rest of your day and mm -hmm. gives you something to look forward to, but not something to weigh you down. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a fine line. That's a f yeah. That people I mean, get into depending, and that just depends on how like into whatever you're doing you are. Like, uh, there's plenty of examples of people like who train like two or three times a week. They're never going to compete. They're never going to do this, but they're fucking happy training. They're happy with where they're at. Mm -hmm. that's, you know, I, if I could tell people to have a mindset, it's almost like that. Yeah. Because I mean, like they're always going to be consistent. Yeah, and I mean like that's where I try to be now. Although, like, I find myself, say, we didn't go to class on Thursday. Mm -hmm. My daughter had a four-day weekend. She came home. And this has been actually a really cool practice for her to not, like, flip out. Because she used to be like, ah, yeah, when yeah. she was little. And, you know, now she's almost 10. And she comes home and she says, Papa, I don't think we should train today. I'm like, why? That's badass. That's and, cool. and she's like, because it's a holiday, Papa. And tomorrow we have off. I think we should just stay home and enjoy being home. That and I'm like... That was cool. That and mindfulness is is, is great. And it's like I had like we worked on that. That mm -hmm. took that took a while, but because I wasn't a dick about like you must train. Because in my head I'm like it's fucking Thursday. I gotta train. Yeah, yeah. Ah! you know. Dude, but then yeah. I have to be like no, no. This is a part of life. It's not life. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. That's no. That's interesting that you you get to do that with another human like you don't yeah. get to you don't have to project that onto another human but at the same time you still get to deal with it on your own end you're like oh this is a practice for me hey it's for her not to flip out but it's for you not to flip out about for training me not either. to flip out about training and then it's also to be like i would love it if she trains for her entire life yeah yes how, how yeah. do you build someone training for their entire life not make it negative don't make it negative take a day off every once in a while that's what i tell people be okay with it people yeah. like will message me or something and be like, oh, like, my, my thumb or something. I'm like, take it off. They think I'm going to be like, oh, wrap it up. Quit being a bitch or whatever. And if, like, sometimes, like, you know, you got to say Sometimes it. people need that. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. they need sometimes to be need like, yeah, wrap it up. But most yeah. of the time, I'm going to be like, take a day off. Take a day off. You, you have it. tomorrow, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like, it's not, you know, the week before Worlds or something. Like, you know. And even if it was the week before Worlds, you're not getting any better in a week, dude. Yeah. Get like, on the bike. Keep your cardio up. Yeah. I'll see it to see it when you can be. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, and I, I just understand that anxiety. And I'm the first thing I'll do then is just to def diffuse the anxiety of them not being yeah. there. I'll just be like, you know, it's no, cool. Like, it's hey, cool. Like, I've, I've taken time. Like, you got to take time. Mm -hmm. You can't pour from an empty glass. Like, yeah. Uh, but I, again, I understand that. That's like, oh fuck, I gotta train, I gotta go, I gotta tell someone. I'm not gonna like. I understand. Yeah, I mean, because uh, there was a time when I never made excuses. Oh, dude, and I really that. should have. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> for like my mental health, my physical health. Oh. Like I should have not done a lot of things. Yeah. Like, um. But in my head, that's the thing. I drove myself. Mm. So like it was. Either, well, I don't know if you want to call it my anxiety or this or that. I mean, but. I was always training against the faceless opponent. And I mean, I had was reinforced by I, that person. So. I mean, I was bad on my bed, right? I had a lofted bed, and then I slept on a that futon right there, actually, underneath nice. the lofted bed. And so there was like a little ceiling. On that shit, I had a picture written out. If you're not training, someone else is training to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. Every day when I woke up, every night when I went to bed, that's the last thing I saw. So I'd wake up in the morning and be like... 
fuck, I gotta get up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone else is trying to out-train me. No. Yep. <laughs> that was, yeah. Uh, yeah, That's, that was... Uh, that can be a powerful motivator, but it can also drive you fucking insane. It's <laughs> both. I mean, I was a nut job. Hmm? But here's the thing, though, is because I was a nut job back then, life is easy now. Right, yeah. Like, it's hard to compare. Like, you can't get, like, much more difficult than I have to tape my body parts back on and then go do sprints and then, you yeah, know, like, do this training and go to work and go to school and then, and, you know. <laughs> it's liberating to know you're like, no one's ever going to have that type of thing over me again, you know. Like, <laughs> like, no, no, it's not hard. Yeah, like 0%. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's that, that's kind of the give and take of it, of... Is it good to experience such things if you can get out of them and then you can look back and be like, that's strength. All right. I put my ceiling so freaking high yeah. that, uh, yeah. But then, you know, or, but at the same time, you wouldn't wish it on anyone. God, no. You know, like I wouldn't wish any of it God, on no, anybody, no. my worst enemy. No way. <clears throat> yeah. Like I, as, as a parent, it's how do I impart those lessons in a positive way without having to go through it? Yeah. And that's, yeah. Been, that's been an interesting challenge. And saying that, like... I just always listen to, like, uh, I mean, you know, like, parental cliches or whatever. Like, I would always listen to that, and I would look for the truth and look for what would happen and, like, look for if that was actually a thing. Where's it coming from? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, like, why is that? Why are they saying that to me? I mean, there must be some reason they're saying that to me. I'm yeah. blowing smoke up my ass. Uh. Um, and then coming out on the other side of, say, a bad training environment, you're like, oh, like that makes a lot of sense. The grass why. is greener on the other side, or <laughs> yeah. You know, well, like, damn. Okay. Or, yeah. You know. So well, you know, I mean, I don't, anytime, I, anytime I drop, a, I drop like a dadism or something. I always yeah. have a good story behind it. Yeah. And my daughter knows that. So I say something. She's like, "Tell me a story, Bob. Tell me." I'm like, "All right, I got it. Here's this thing. For it. Here's where I learned this." <laughs> and then it makes it real, and it's like a legit lesson, mm-hmm. which was one of my goals in life is just be able to tell all kinds of cool stories. Yeah. Tell cool stories, you got to live a cool life. Yeah. And so, you know, there you go. Yep. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so I'll tell you an experience I had last week, which was really weird. Okay, so I don't train with you anymore, although I need to poke my head in. Um, Got to oh, come by. Got it to. But I do train when my daughter trains at Ronin, and totally positive training environment. Yeah. Like, definitely things run right. Mm-hmm. But I was, I went to, a, I'm trying to go to this, like, Wednesday morning class. And it was, it's cool, like, but it's, just, it's a kind of a switch in the schedule. So I'm yeah, trying yeah. to, I'm, it's, I'm trying to drop in. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of having an off day and me and my partner weren't quite on the same page. And you know me, I like to make mistakes when we drill. Mm-hmm. I like to screw some things up or focus on one thing and do a bunch of other stuff wrong. So I get this one thing right. And I was doing that. And the other dude who's also white belt was like, kept pointing out things I was doing wrong. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, cause I need to figure out this head position. But then Vitor they came over and yelled at me. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't bad. He tossed my own shit back at me. It was hilarious because he's like, would you do this in real life? Would you do this in competition? You have to train the way you're going to. <laughs> and I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> Use my own that. stuff on me. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, so at the time, like, I could have this sort of dual emotion about it. Like, I was emotionally really hurt. Mm-hmm. But I could also step back and look at myself being emotionally hurt and be like, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. But, but it's how, how did the old negative training environment affect the positive training environment at the time? Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then I think, weirdly enough, those types of positive environments that ye- that will yield that type of 
thing. Like, yeah, he yelled at you, but it wasn't from a good place. He wasn't yeah, like, he wasn't really yelling. Right, he was but, frustrated with me because he knows yeah. I'm better than that. Right. He didn't realize I was like, my head position was bad. I was working on this one thing. Yeah. And like, no, he's like, but no, it's you're from just, the best it, place for him for you to succeed. Yeah, it was absolutely positive, but it was like, I remembered an old bad thing. <clears throat> right. But then I remembered a funny thing too, which is kind of yeah. weird, but. It can, that's a, uh, you know, that's uh, almost like. <laughs> martial arts PTSD like you go yeah. back to like a moment it snaps you back to that moment you're like you feel that you know feeling creeping up and you're like oh wait this isn't real or like I've dealt with this before I've dealt with this before it's not that you're like orally like, like you get up to the other side you're not dead like yeah you know, like, and no because it was funny because the rest of the class I felt like he was looking directly at me the whole time mm -hmm. and when we would like come in the circle and he shows the thing I'm like I swear he looked at me the entire time he was showing that Directly in my eyeballs. Yeah. And then, like, I saw him in the locker room afterward, and he didn't really look at me. And, like, I was hurt. It's because I was changing <laughs> my clothes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, being, I'm being polite. You know? right. And, like, in my head, I was like, I'm hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, get away. Like, like why did it come back? Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. I love you, Vitor. If you hear this, really, <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just laughing at myself because I was story. just having a weird day. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, like, every time you're shifting a schedule like that yeah that can start to stuff creeps in yeah man. yeah yeah just because it's, it's general discomfort and then you're like oh well this reminds me of a time i was uncomfortable this reminds me of a time i was yeah. ah, this reminds me of a time i was fucking you know something? face down crying like <laughs> yeah yeah like horribleness <laughs> i'm about to drink all this shit dude it's so good it's so tasty oh that's snow it that's angel, it it's dead it all, baby. snow angel is dead <laughs> it's done the snow melted um, friends but yeah like so I, there was a time, and I'm really kind of freshly coming out of it, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like, where I gave myself time off, and, like, I gave myself uh, recuperation time, physically, mentally, whatever, like, mm -hmm. now it's coming back to the point where I need to dial in the the killer side and then the, yeah, and you the kinda balance to, side. You kind of got to rework how you do it, though. Right, because yeah? that brings shit up, too, like. Yeah, you kind of, the old ways come back a little. Yeah, you've. I, and I just, like, refuse to train with a scowl on my face anymore, <laughs> you know? Like, no, because, yeah, I mean, like, say after after my experience last week, I was kind of just analyzing my, my, my like, anxiety and weird depression shit. I was, like, popping up. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it was an old, an old format, just poking its head up for a second. Yep. And I was, like, I remember saying specifically to myself on the way home in the car, training will never make me feel bad again. Like, I can't let this happen. Mm -hmm. And then I have to laugh at myself. Like, what am I, like, on Saturday Night Live here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's weird. Like, I just, I didn't think that stuff was there anymore. Mm -hmm. But and, it is. And there it is. I'm like, yeah. why? Like, dude, that's, no. that's a very, that's like a martial art to martial art experience. Mm -hmm. But then, like, a life experience to martial art experience. Or, I mean, granted, uh, but... I understand. That's just like I understand people who have experiences outside and then come in and that manifests. Like I and understand. And stuff manifests, yeah. But it's funny how it comes up, and it's just to me, it's funny because it's like you know, I'm, it doesn't doesn't seem like it should be important. But if, if that's your life, mm -hmm. especially when you're growing up, like jujitsu gives you those opportunities to like face your giants and it like does. Uh, face nice. your giants and deal with it mm -hmm. and make it. Uh, you know, knock shit down to size. It's and true. Makes yeah. you deal with it, like. And I think that's one of the reasons why I got got into it of getting back into training. Of, I mean, initially I just on the surface I want to see if my legs still worked. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like I was like, I wonder 
if I can still do anything. You know, and then, you know, but then emotionally, you know, to be a part of a group again, to see what happens, like, you know, when adversity hits. Yeah. Is it, what, how am I going to react? Yeah. And I was thinking about that sort of the other day, like, weirdly enough, like I can roll and do whatever, like softly and like not let things get piss me off. But like when it comes like kickboxing and stuff and like striking, like that's where it's different. Yeah. Like that's where I'm like, almost like, hmm. Wonder if you'd be a huge dick. Like, <laughs> wonder if you'd be yeah. a fucking asshole. But, oh. um, and I haven't like sparred, sparred like I used to. Like, and I, I probably never done will heavy just because it, forever because it's dumb. But uh, it's uh, fun, it is so fun. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> but I, I know, like <laughs> partially, like there's part of me that doesn't feel bad about hurting people, and yeah. So that's yeah. I have to be careful with it. Like yeah, and what goes around comes around. I know yeah. what happens. Like I don't feel bad about hurting people. Guess what? Then people don't feel bad about hurting me. Yeah. And ah uh, yeah. It's just because oh. like that's the, the funny thing is like in jujitsu I'll be so careful and I will not. I'll, oh, you know, never. But then no, I don't give a anyone. fuck if I'm chopping your legs, kicking you in the head, doing whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like mm-hmm. I know like, it's really weird. But the last time we sport, I was wondering if that was going to happen. Yeah. Because. Like it didn't. Mm. We, I, I was a little surprised at myself. But it's like you walk on the edge and you like see it, and you're like, because uh, like you started launching some kicks at me. I'm like, he's got heavy legs. I gotta boot this fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like no, no, he's my friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. touch him. Just okay. See, I get my yeah. foot real high in the air. And even <laughs> with like, and it's, it won't happen as much in jujitsu. But when you're like kickboxing, sometimes you just you get hit. Like you get hit, you get hit. and that's yeah. that. <laughs> It doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean like this. Just you get hit. Yeah, that's what it's, you're doing. That's the point of the game. Right. Yeah. Uh, and but jujitsu, like you can you can dial it in a lot. You can dial it in and out and work mm-hmm. on specific things and not and kickboxing like. You're there to fight each other. <laughs> yeah, fight to you fight, know? man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's that's one of the things I really do love about rolling and jujitsu is it's a lot easier to dictate the intensity of it and still have fun. It gives you time to work through those feelings, like when you're like getting well pissed off. Like it gives you time to be like, okay, yeah. I'm stuck in this position. I can come so, back to here. Okay, I'm I, so cool. Kickboxing, you're getting lit up. You're getting you get lit up. You're getting lit you up. Gotta, it's like yeah. life or death. You got to start doing something. You have to do something right away. You can't just stand there and get beat. Right. Yeah. You don't tap. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. It's you can't tap out and restart or just yeah. get pinned for a while and be like. Yeah, and just like rest. Well, think about this. Yeah. While I defend. It's like that. Don't yeah. Happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's like an interesting thing too. Like and that's. I haven't gone as far back into kickboxing as I have jiu-jitsu. And, like, in retrospect, I don't know if I would or will. Because, like, I still find myself, like, oh, like you like, you want to fight or you want to do this or that. I'm like, I still, should I honor that or not? Like, <laughs> yeah, I still have those emotions. Yeah. And my physical ability continues to return. Mm-hmm. And I keep, I like, I'm going to have to cross that line at some point. I know. Of do I need to go get in a fight? Yeah. Because it's still a part of me, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm I'm at the age and the injury level. I think that um, I'm the old fighter now. I guess, like at some point, I'm the guy that's like I see yeah. on TV that you gotta stop. But jujitsu still gives you that. But jujitsu gives me a lot of that. But then you know, it's the way I look at yeah. it for you is like if you need it, you got like your your shot, your, your kick left. If you need it, if you need it, it's there. But everything else, you got the jujitsu. Like it's your Swiss yeah. Army knife. Like yeah. No, I'm good, man. But uh, yeah, it's you need uh, your weapon. 
and kicks the shit out of somebody. Yeah, the weapons are still there. Yeah. But, uh, and getting getting better again. I, and that's, like, that's good, when you enter the point of, like, you're curious, like, well, could <laughs> I? <laughs> but it's very much like an alcoholic, like, does it still taste good? Yeah, yeah. Let me take a sip. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why you go back? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but, like, then you argue, like, could you make it? Could you do you see yourself ever going back into Taekwondo recreationally? No. Exactly. No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I've been thinking about this recently. Like, could you go into a gym, kick pads, have a class, and leave? <sighs> the sigh, I guess, answers the question. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. You know, for me, around here is some people still know who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. And some people don't. And that's a double-edged sword for me. Because the ego is going to jump in. And so either people are going to know who I am and be like, fuck, stop, please. Or they're not going to know who I am and be like, motherfucker, you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to have to be confronted with either one of those. Right. I like being nobody. Well, that's, like, that, but then you can also look at it like giving yourself another chance to go at it and be nobody. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Which, not in Taekwondo. Can't happen. Right, right. You already no, have your identity. I already right? have the identity. <laughs> Even if you don't know who I am, as soon as I start moving... Like They're gonna be like stuff. that guy knows shit. He does something. Like he's what you know. And even if in my own head, I'm like I'm so slow right now. Yeah, there's like I know all the angles. I know what to do. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. there's this guy I did an intro with recently, and like when he came to jujitsu and ground stuff, he was on it. I'm like, you trained before? He's like, no, never, never trained jujitsu. Like you did something. I'm like you did something. He's like, oh yeah, I wrestled in Iowa for 15 years. I'm like, hmm. Well, there you go. That'll fucking do it. <laughs> That'll too. do like, it, man. <laughs> That'll bring it together for you. So, yeah. um, that's funny. The crossover's funny. Yeah, but like, you can always tell people who fight if mm-hmm. they're in a combat sport and they actually com- like combated. Like, there's a calmness. Like the, the way they move. The way they move or the way they react to shit. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, normal human being, you put, like, a fist in their face, they're flinching and turning away. Yeah. You know, someone who's combat sport, whether it's wrestling or, like, whether it's grappling or striking. There's a know, reaction to... There's a much different reaction. Yeah. They're, like, they're in like a, they're, they're cool a with blink it. or, like, a look. <laughs> like, <laughs> What's up? They stare at it, like, yep. And they're like, all right. Yeah. They're like, that would have hit me, but there's also after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing, like, I think jujitsu helps with. It makes you see like you're not made of glass. Yeah. So. And it's, I like it. I always refer to it as my retirement art because it lets you know you're not made of glass without, but without, like, denting you. Yeah. Without trying to shatter anything. It can be very difficult, but still very gentle at the same time. Yeah. You know, the tap is a good thing if you're smart enough to know when to tap. But then just the, the exhaustion of grappling is mm-hmm. also a really good thing. Yeah. You know, because then it, you feel like you did something if you need that. Like but, Ward was saying, like, last last episode, he was like, that was the only time he felt valuable at the, when he didn't have a job, particularly, was, was grappling. When and, he was training. Yeah. And, I mean, and Ward's super valuable in obviously. many, many ways, obviously. But, but, yeah. but, yeah, but, again, like, just in terms of, like, mental status mental. like during that time during like that i totally time, understand that yeah i totally get it man and there yeah. have been times where yeah like times of life i'm like fuck jujitsu it's the only thing i got like <laughs> and that, that's also another thing that would keep you in a shitty we'll keep spot. you in like, the shitty spot like, man. Like, damn this might be the only the thing this... generally decent thing i got going so yeah this is and it's the focus of your life it's yeah. what you see you know yep 
So, hmm. very intriguing points. Yeah. Um, but all right, so all right, one one more way in. You got a little more time? Oh yeah. Oh, very good. Um, let's bring up competition. Mm-hmm. Because when we first met, you were done. Yeah, yeah. I was out of that. I was and, out of a lot. Yeah, and so like I've been around for that that ramp back in, mm-hmm. which has been really interesting on my part because <clears throat> I didn't want to tell you what to do. Right. But I also wanted to like help you avoid the pitfalls of the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which is <clears throat> I've, I'm I'm no no like special person it like i need help too like i need help to see that type of shit like yeah. which is something i'm definitely very grateful for i mean uh, yeah i mean you, we kind of exposed it in each other yeah but we kind of guided each other through it yeah but it was it was an interesting opportunity on my part to kind of work out some old demons mm-hmm. you know with yeah. a friend who understood it yeah yeah but also we have there's an outlet to kind of test and see stuff and yeah you know play with that's that's not attached to that sort of negativity yeah yeah it was nice to like be able to revamp it yeah i mean i don't know how's that been going though i mean you're 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 deeper and deeper in yeah um but this time passes the more and more i want to compete like i was supposed to compete in january i didn't get the chance to because weather weather and this and that and i was like fucking bummed like but then in retrospect that was funny because years and years ago i'd be like cool fuck it tournaments off like i don't have to compete today fine you know uh, uh i wouldn't be upset if shit wasn't kicking through because i just didn't want to be there the anyway, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know and again in a positive environment i very much love competing again like i had to go in and do it without a without the negative environment and obviously in the new environment so I just had to realize the world wasn't going to come crashing down afterwards or, yeah, you know. And I mean, how like the rebuilding process of taking the negative lessons of the past and kind of mixing and matching and picking how you approach it now. Like, yeah. It seems much more healthier. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, uh, I have fun. That's, that's the biggest awesome. difference. That's the best <laughs> yeah. part. I have yeah. fun doing it and I'm okay with experimenting and doing different things and like exploring jujitsu and kind of things that I felt like I wasn't able to do when I was under the mm-hmm. tutelage or whatever you want to say, but like I had to follow a script at that point. Yeah. Now it's like, Oh, you play and do things. And, um, I have, I've had to weigh my reactions to wins and losses and see how that goes. Like sometimes I like, oh. you know, I have to, see how I feel after a loss. Like, sometimes I used to just, like, beat the shit out of myself after a loss and blah, blah, blah. Like, now I'm like, whatever. Another day. You know, he was better today. Yeah. You know, Uh, don't fight the same guy another week. Be fine. Are you able to step back and kind of analytically look at things a little bit better now? Absolutely. But then, like, analytically through, like, and then breaking into a positive, like, like, Mm -hmm. here's what I did wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's Uh, almost, that's, I had had to work really hard to rewire myself, but that's the first thing now, which is. Oh, good. Uh important <laughs> for very like important yeah. <laughs> yeah, very important for, I mean just on a personal level but also on a uh, you know getting better at what you're doing level you gotta be able to do it yeah and that was <laughs> that was uh, a choice I had to make too like if I was making the choice to teach and to train and to compete and to this and that like you're in it so like and then I was like you're in it and 
you're making the choice to be back in it and you're going to give it 110 fucking percent. Like, yeah. But positively. <laughs> yeah, but positively. Like, this and, time it's a different... And I definitely have a better handle on, like, my mental health. So, like, I can tell when things aren't 100% if I yeah. need to dial back, scale back, or dial you're things up. the rails for like, a second. Yeah. yeah like, kind of have a, a strategy of how to exactly. get yourself even. Which I didn't prior. So that's something I was yeah. proud of myself for. Just, like... Yeah, figuring that out's a big deal. Man. Yeah, just figuring that out, and that's just liberating and freeing, and feel amazing. Just because, like, then what's gonna stop me? <laughs> yeah, if you know how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, granted, I, you know, I have my fucking rough days, but I mean, everyone's got a rough day, and yeah. I think you know, that's sort of the acute negativity of training. Of sometimes the day is gonna be off. Yeah, especially with jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like and that's the thing. I was talking to some people, like, oh, I suck. I this, I'm like. No, like what you're saying just doesn't matter. It doesn't register because of how many days you're going to be trading, how many lessons that are going to feel this. Like, yeah. But that's also my opportunity to teach them to look at the smaller things and pick out the positive stuff. Whereas I could bear down on them and be like, that's, "Yes, you fucking suck. You're horrible." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, but, but then, but no, that's my choi- choice to be like, oh, "I can be what I needed to them now." Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, to yourself. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's and, therapeutic. Yeah. For me. Because, like, me doing it for someone is, like, I'm doing it again for myself. So, so. Yeah, you're reframing that. Yeah. So. And it's, you know, helps to. And I'm very fortunate to be in the position where I get to do that on a daily basis. That's nice. And yeah. it's basically, like, my job and therapy and my hobby and everything rolled into one. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Which is so. an interesting aspect, too, because I have to yeah. be careful with things. Uh to set limits like some days i have to leave like i there's some days i have to not train i have to walk away you got to be out of it and there were days that i there were and that was something i used to not do i'd be like fuck gotta train every fucking yeah, day this, do that, whatever no do this yeah now i'm i have a better grasp on like no nah, go home like mm-hmm. sit down she's like don't think we should train today i should you know it's a holiday tomorrow it's this like yeah and being okay with that yeah yeah before, like, I've trained on Christmas, my birthday, every... Oh, yeah. I've left my what. family to do this, but, like, yeah. yeah, like, I'm on holidays, I'm like, I'm with my fucking family today. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Or just in, like, a simple, normal day, like, I have my Monday thing that I do. I didn't do it because mm-hmm. we had off, and I was like, oh, I might be able to get it in tonight. And I went, man, it's 8 o'clock. Giving yourself like, permission okay. to break that yeah. and then just pick it up tomorrow. It's pick it up fun. tomorrow. And today I had an awesome training session. Yeah. It was great. And that's the thing. Like sometimes a missed training session is going to give you killer it's motivation the, for the, the next rest one. you needed, man. Yeah. Yeah. Rest is a weapon, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's something I learned from you. Like uh, I never rested. I never yeah. slept. Never did this. Never did that. Mm. Now I, I understand. Like, sleep is good, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like I sleep uh, all the time now. I love sleeping. I love it. I would tell you where great. I got that saying. What's that? Um, uh, you ever read The Born Identity? Mm-hmm. All right, the, the original three books, Identity, um, Supremacy, and Ultimatum. In The Born Supremacy, um, Jason Moore beats this old-ass French dude named, what, D'Angenou, I think. And at, at one point, Born's been up for days just being chased by assassins. Mm-hmm. And D'Angenou explains to him, like... Even if you just go to sleep for like a half hour, it will help. Rest is a weapon. Yeah. It's the same as that knife or that gun. You have to use it. Yeah. And like I read that when I when I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh shit. <laughs> and like down in my my Batman mind, that was that was refined power naps yeah. and proper eating. Right, right. Like where it should have been, sleep eight hours tonight, brah. Yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah. But you know, but like that's where that started 
Yeah. Well, I was I read a book recently. It's called Living with a Seal, and like. Oh, I've heard about this book yeah, where that dude like invited David Goggins to yes. live with him. Yes. Oh yeah, I saw an interview with him. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, it's a great book. But, it was uh, cool. Yeah, because I heard I saw an interview with that dude yeah. like, recently. Yeah, he's oh, dude, he's, he's nuts. He's a yeah, he's a character. But uh, but you know the military, you know they train you to sleep wherever. Yeah. Whenever they made yeah. it, he one night the guy was bitching about being sore and this and that and uh, and he made him sleep in a wooden chair that night. And yes. He was like, now what? <laughs> you know. Then he made yeah. him train the next day and blah blah. blah. He didn't die. He didn't do this. He made you know. It makes you realize. Like it makes you appreciate your bed. Yeah. But also it's like you can sleep anywhere. Yeah. Get your rest. Yeah. Like there's no excuses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's conk and out. I mean, look at the dude like. Again, big picture, you're looking at dudes who trained like that, like in early 2000s and MMA. Like they're they got CTE, they're all fucked up Jack, now. Like I their mean, bodies aren't functioning. That's my generation, man. Yeah, I want to train yeah. forever and function for as long as I can, and healthily, yeah. and you know, as, as yeah. uh, uh, that's that's as how we did it back in the day, man. Yeah, we didn't like, we didn't live for tomorrow. But yeah, you know what saved me on that one though is my education. Mm-hmm. And I dissed my education hard back then. I really shouldn't have. But I still went. And I still yeah. studied real hard and learned everything yeah. and appreciated it. But I, uh, like, that kind of kept me out of it because I was always analyzing things. Even if I was going too far, I knew how to, like, hold it together just enough. And it's paid off extremely well now and fixing yeah. everything. But that, That's the thing. Like, I wouldn't give back the lessons and tools I have now but again I wouldn't, that wouldn't be like yeah. this is the path you need to take to do this <laughs> yes I'd be like this yes. is what you should not do <laughs> yeah and so it's trying to figure out how do you get those lessons without the path yeah Where's the, without that negative path anyway yeah but what's a different what's a better path and then you have to respect the better path mm-hmm. you do have to respect the better path because people who have never been on the negative path are going to jump on the the good path and then take it a little bit for granted and it might like piss oh, you off a little bit yeah it'll piss you off a lot sometimes and yeah. you can't let that you can't let that you can't, can't like, let that look, bug you. you don't know how good you have it <laughs> yeah yeah like I know I, I, but then again like there's always someone who had it worse than me too so fuck it oh yeah know? definitely I mean right. there's people that can't train anymore because exactly. they did exactly. you know? or they just they're, they're maimed just, or something they're just yeah. maimed and yep. bad and yeah it's yeah uh, and you know when you boil it down if you're on the mats fuck yeah then you're good <laughs> cool yeah it's a good day yep uh what uh I don't know we got what else you got we just got almost mm-hmm. time to go yeah about time getting there but for the most part I mean like all the just listen to your stomach trust your gut trust the about gut people man. about environments about mm-hmm. gyms I mean not everyone's gonna make it their life like we did and like live into it and like do that but mm-hmm. there's there there are those people and as people on the outside you should realize what's going on with them and then as people like maybe like above them or doing the same thing like have have sympathy and have empathy and help each other out have a measure of empathy and respect for people yeah of um oh one more thing i gotta bring up about myself i know i'm horrible (laughs) um but no something i'm enjoying kind of dealing with now is when i was younger i didn't respect people who didn't compete Mm -hmm. i thought they were lame hobbyists right you know and now I'm basically a hobbyist. I train two or three times a week. It's not my life. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about competing. And I'm like, I would hate me. Right, right. You know, 19-year-old me would scoff at 38-year-old <laughs> me like, you are a punk bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I could beat that guy up. Mm-hmm. Either, like, I could beat my 19-year-old self up, I think. Yeah. I was pretty crazy. You got your jitsu now, so. I got, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'd be all right. Although, he was a pretty scrappy dude. He knew how to get up. He'd get off the bottom. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's fun to have to deal with that. You know, that's a little bit of karma hit me. Of, of now I get to be the hobbyist. Mm-hmm. And see people that compete that don't necessarily respect the hobbyist. Yeah. There's, so like, there's two sides, the yin and the yang to it. 100%. I'm like, and I mean, I like it. I like that I'm getting the kind of payback. Hmm. But I also like that I can see it and that I have to sort of deal with my own ego and not let myself rationalize it. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, no, training's training. Yeah. Enjoy it. <laughs> Everyone have fun. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, too, you're trying to have fun and do something that's do something. different and fun. And, and again, like most people aren't going to make it their life. They don't give a shit about the respect and the this and that. Like they just don't. No. Uh, so you got to know your audience too, as an instructor. As an instructor, yeah, you got to flow with that. I mean, yeah. that's a person-to-person thing within the class. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. How Depends. you treat this person versus that person, even if they're partnered up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. the chemistry can be just blown and it's gone, or if it's, it could be really good. This, I mean, yeah. yeah. The, the, I, I do miss that balance. I love teaching a group and it, being able to kind of get that flow where everyone gets something out of it, even if this person is just like, I just got from work and I just want to roll around and have fun for a little while, and I'm partnering with this person who is competing at Worlds next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they can both get something out of class and love it. And as an instructor, that's on you. Right. Like, yeah. That, that flows from you, even if no one else notices. That's your job. Even if they think <laughs> it's not, that's that's what you do. Yeah. And I, I love that. I and personally I, yeah. that. But I, yeah, personally, I love it as well. But that's just something that happens and is virtually what it is and then gets no recognition for what it is, you know? <laughs> um, well... You know, being an instructor is, um, I read a fun article once about um, a stay-at-home mom had written it, and she was basically like, and this is, it's a a stay-at-home parent thing. Uh, The longer I'm a stay-at-home parent, the less gender division I have on anything. It's just a role. It's Mm -hmm. not a gender role. Yeah, yeah. And I find that as as a good instructor, it's very similar to being a good parent, especially like a stay-at-home parent, is you're like salt. If there's too much salt... People are like, why the fuck this salt too much? <laughs> if there's not enough salt, like you need more salt. Yeah, yeah. If there's just enough salt, nobody notices exists. Yep. Yeah. You know, and you kind of like, ideally you float in the no one knows you exist realm. Of there's all these things you got your hand in and all this balance act that you're doing. And you're the only one that knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is like, no one else is going to know when you're having an off day or you're an, mm-hmm. if you're on or off. Mm-hmm. And that's the funny thing. And mm-hmm. that's like just one of those unspoken things yeah. as, as, like, as an instructor. But no one's going to know when you're... They can't know the difference. That was one of the first things I was ever taught as a teacher of um, back in Athens. Doc from uh, my good school, like that's all the positive stories. Um, one of the first things she told me, it doesn't matter what you feel like. I don't care if your dog died. I don't care if your girlfriend broke up with you. Or you're happy or you're sad. You don't take it out on people in here. Yeah. You're the same every time you come in. This is yeah. like being in your living room with your friends. You can't bleed on who didn't cut you, you know? Like, you can't. Yeah. Uh, if you're having a bad day, like, uh, you know, when I'm teaching, it's like, you don't get to have a bad day because I'm teaching and I'm in the spot I'm in. So, like, yeah, and you, you don't great. put that on other people. But yeah. I remember one time my dog did die and my girlfriend broke up with me and I still came in and taught class and no yeah, one yeah. knew. And I was like, I got it. Yeah. Like, I was so sad and depressed at the time. But no then you put knew. on a fucking class. I, 
put my uniform on and went and taught class and I was happy. And then like, as soon as I got home, I was sad again, but I was like, I did it. I learned the lesson. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Absolutely. But I mean, you're, you're good at that. Try to. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. on top of that, I mean, teaching is also my escape, too. So, That's like, if thing. I'm dealing with some shit, like, I'm going to go teach and roll and do stuff and yeah. hang out and learn stuff. So, I mean, that's where it can, again, like, the lines get blurred and whatnot. But. <laughs> yeah. And that's, so to, to finish up, okay, one more thing. Okay, so we're talking about negative, overcoming negative training environments, and we sort of, we've mapped that pretty well today. Now... Um, let's finish up with how do you, like two things, how do you avoid your, env- your environment becoming negative? Because we're talking about like if you know this negative, leave it. But what if, like, what if you have control over that somehow, right? And then the other thing too is if, you're, if your passion and your hobby is now your job, what do you do to detox from it? Mm-hmm. So, all right, so say you're in an environment and you can feel like it might be becoming negative. What do you do as the teacher I mean, if I feel something, I mean, that's if I'm the teacher, that's my job to fix it. <laughs> it's my job to at least try to iron it over. In my opinion, like mm-hmm. if I, whether it's uh, like a bad person, bad this, I don't know. Like that's the thing; it usually comes from one. I mean, yeah, one spot. It's yeah. You can usually cha- trace the cancer down to one cell, kind yeah, of thing. So it just depends on how you deal with that. I mean, we both came from spots that initially were good and mm-hmm. went bad, and we saw it happening, and maybe tried to influence it in another way and couldn't. But like, as I, I suppose I I didn't know where the cancer was coming from. Couldn't I guess find it. I okay. couldn't find, the, find source. the source. I knew it was there. I knew it was this, but it was looking me in the face the whole time. Uh, but I didn't know. Didn't figure it. Um, but identifying that is is a key. <laughs> is it easy? No, obviously. Obviously not. But yeah, it's a. But yeah, just as as the guy, you know, you gotta be able to work through it with people live action without without really even knowing you're working through it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just being able to like, I think that takes where the empathy and stuff comes from. Like being able to connect mm-hmm. someone and like tune into that. Realize the source and then extinguish it, hopefully, or dull it down so that they can fold in. Then let people be able to work it out peacefully yeah. kind of thing. Right. Uh. Um, but then, you I mean, as an instructor, sometimes you have to realize when you just got to leave them the fuck alone or let them roll it out yeah. and let that, let that be that. But if they're in, you know, issues with, like, hurting people or something, like, you got to be careful. But, like, yeah. um, that comes back to just, like, knowing why people are there and why you're there and just having respect being respectful to, to people. Gotcha. <laughs> be nice to people. Don't be a dick. Yeah. That's be a big nice. picture. Be friendly. There wouldn't be a negative training environment if there weren't any dickheads, so uh don't do bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. Alright, and then and then finally, how does the jujitsu instructor that loves jujitsu do other things and relax from jujitsu? Uh now well the thing is like when it was it was like my life or whatever, like I never got paid for it. I never uh, yeah. uh, never I, I never gave myself permission to unplug. Gotcha. Uh, now, I have a specific aspect that's teaching. That's my job. This okay. is that. I can compartmentalize and differentiate things as I need to. I've built my life and I've built my schedule in ways that I can like beef up stuff if I need to and then oh, take nice. it away if I need to. Like mm-hmm. It's taken me a long time to 
to, and sacrifice and weird shit and obviously putting up with bullshit like this to like uh, to get to that point. <clears throat> um, it's like ten years in, I'm finally getting into like you know getting into like my prerequisite work. <laughs> I got it. Um, well, but it just it took so long. But how do I like defuse and stuff like that? How do I get away? Yeah, from I mean, it? like, how do you like? Like, what are your hobbies? Yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. The thing is, like, whether it's been skill training or whatever, like, I've always like moving or exercising. Like, whenever I'm doing stuff, like when I do like recovery drills, it's not necessarily in my mind like for jujitsu. Like, it's just for me. Yeah. Like, so, like, I, I can differentiate it. training like that. Like, some days, like, oh, this this training is for this tournament. Or like this drink just for me because I want to fucking do it. I just want to see if I can do it. Cool. Um, but then, yeah, when I want to unplug, I'll just do something else. Like it, weirdly enough, like having this where I am now, it like gives me permission. It made me give myself permission to explore other things. Oh, cool. Um, like, like go hiking sometimes, smoke meats. Like cool. I've learned weird things. Like smoke meats are delicious. Yeah, like. Mm just skills that like I wouldn't allow myself to like a lot time to mm-hmm. like now I'm like cool you should go learn and do other things and just yeah. because I have not not yeah, that anything's like stable or anything but yeah. I'm in a healthy environment things are cool uh, so, you don't, uh, so I'm gonna explore tones down cool. the obsession yeah yeah uh. but like it's just healthier mm. I'm just healthier with it yeah. uh, I want to compete I compete when I want to compete I don't when I don't uh I train not just for competition. I train for pleasure. I, get I gotcha. it. Like, yeah. and it took a long time to get to that point. But yeah. uh, dog, baby, hiking, everything. My family. Um, like gotcha. nothing insane. Like it's nothing. Like, oh, I want to go like skydiving or do something else. It's just like when I'm not there, I'm not there. You know. I feel it. So you can turn it off now. Yeah, I can turn it off. Oh, and cool. turn it back on when I want, which is nice. nice. But the, on top of that, too, I don't find myself like needing to turn it off. Oh, okay. I don't. I'm not like. Oh, I'm overwhelmed with this. It's uh, burnt. It's just, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just there. It's got a rhythm now. Yeah. I mean the rhythm. Even when the thing is like, even when the rhythm changes, like I still adapt and keep going. It's fine. Whereas uh, prior, I'd just be you know screeching ah, in the messed yeah, it up. yeah halt. Um, but now I just roll with the punches. Ah, very good. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, that's good. Well, this is a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I'm happy. Happy 10. All right, episode 10, done. Um, with the Snow Angel. With the Snow Angel was delicious. Any big shout-outs, anything coming up, things you're doing? Uh, uh, the lovely Brooke Hughes and I are going to be doing a grounded women's kind of like uh, ground fighting solutions thing. Ooh. It's like a women's only deal. Very cool. So, I believe it's going to be called Discover Your Strength Ground Fighting Solutions. Oh, very nice. So, I'll be sharing that on Facebook soon, so look for that. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm sad I'm not a woman. I've never experienced Brooke as a teacher. Right. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> yeah. She's a wonderful training partner, so. Yeah. Uh, It'll be fun. So, that's, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then, going to compete at the Arnold. Oh, nice. Brave um, the parking. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try and, like, take an Uber or something or just, like, not yeah. even that. It'll probably be, like, crazy expensive, but <laughs> uh, yeah, some way to get down there where I don't have to park. Very good. Um, yeah, uh, what about you? Anything? Ah. Uh, Kicking? 
nothing much, man. Just a uh, you know new training phase. Yep. Um, gotta go fold some laundry. Um, Love it. Yeah, my life's boring now. Nah, I mean, that's um, the thing. Like, uh, even when people are like saying they're gonna go do boring stuff, I'm like, you know what? That's cool. You're fucking happy and healthy enough to go do that. Yep. That's what you're going to go do instead of like. Now we're training tonight. It's Tuesday, so good. I'm happy about that, man. Yeah. I do. Training at Ronin, I'm finally adjusted to it. I really do like it. Oh yeah, I do. I love it there. It's really cool, and uh, and I'm really, I'm trying to force myself to expand to find, um, I don't know, revenue streams of some sort. I want to do the at home badass thing and make it a thing. Yeah, like that's, that's been weird. a that's been an interesting struggle for me. Share with the world. It's weird, but it's yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what can you do? <laughs> Keep plugging away. Let's keep on moving forward. Keep doing it. Yeah. All right. Well. Have a phenomenal day. Yeah. Everyone. Have some coffee. Keep your coffee <laughs> regular, y'all. And we will catch you later.